This is Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bacon. This is the place where people from all walks of life share their anxiety stories to remind you that you are not alone. If you have an anxiety story you'd like to share, contact us at anxietycanada.com slash ouranxietystories. You're listening to Our Anxiety Stories. This is John Bateman, and today we're talking to Kathy Bueller, a parent in residence at Family Smart. Hi, Kathy. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. Uh, so I start off all these interviews with one simple question, and it's the name of the podcast. So I'd like to know what your anxiety story is. Well, that's a pretty open-ended question. So, um, well, one of the things my anxiety story is. Um, it's, it's a double-edged sword. It means being on perpetual guard. It means continual fear. Mm-hmm. It means um, self-judgment, self-blame, mm-hmm. shame, mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. shame. Um, wanting to be seen and heard and yep. having difficulty articulating that. Right. Okay. And on the other side, though, it means, um, it means bravery. It means... Yeah. Um, compassion for myself and for others, mm-hmm. definite mm-hmm. compassion and uh, being prepared. <laughs> right, right, for sure. So anxiety, is that something that's affected you personally? It has, yes, definitely. Yeah. And so that's kind of, uh, how, how did that inform your life and then how did that inform sort of what you're involved in now? How, how did you, did it take a while for you to get to the point where you felt comfortable uh, being in the position that you are now? Uh, sort of professionally? It kind of did. Um, when when this position came up, I'll, I'll back up a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been dealing with anxiety for many, many years now, probably since my kids were, were very young. Mm-hmm. And it has taken quite a while to sort of get used to it, mm-hmm. to the point where I'm able to live with it, manage it, cope with it, thrive even with it. Mm-hmm. And when this position came up, my first thought was, oh, I can't do it. I'm not qualified. I'm not good enough. So sort of anxiety speaking to you. Absolutely. Yeah. And then really trying to overcome that and saying, no, I've got the experience. I've got what it takes. I've got the compassion. I have the knowledge and, um, and the ability to do this and do it well. And also the compassion part means that I don't want anybody else to feel this way. And if I can help that at all, that is what I'm here for. Yeah. I I found in my own personal experience that it's, it it took me a while to figure out that it can be used to my advantage having an anxiety disorder (laughs) because it's so easy to uh, just kind of sit and live with it, Mm -hmm. but then understand that it, it gives you an advantage in that sense. And then in terms of helping other people. So Tell me about what you do and in, in, in the in in your job. How do you how do you what's your what does your day look like? Uh, how do you help other people with anxiety issues? Well, um, so my job is providing peer support for parents and caregivers mm-hmm. whose children have mental health and or substance use concerns. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of the parents and caregivers that I speak with are feeling that anxiety in regards to their children and their children's health. Mm -hmm. So finding ways to help them with coping skills, 
and tools to manage um, is a big part of what I do. Mm-hmm. Listening and, and hearing people, really hearing and understanding where they're at and helping people feel seen and heard. Right. So do you deal, do you deal with people like, so, so if you're dealing with parents or caregivers, do you deal with the people themselves who are dealing with the anxiety? So like, for example, the children or the, or, or you deal strictly with the, with the parents helping them out with the strategies and dealing with their, the people they're caring for? Strictly with parents and caregivers. Um, parents, caregivers, service providers as well, and sometimes being a bridge where necessary between service providers and, um, and caregivers, but not with children themselves, no. No, okay. Uh, yeah, because I found that, I mean, I found that even sort of when I came, uh, when, I, when I decided to be more transparent with my anxiety issues, my mental health issues, um, and, you know, uh, I did, uh, I started this podcast and uh, I've done it publicly where I live. And I'm amazed at the number of people I, I don't, I get approached. Uh, first of all, what I find is that every, most people I bump into talk about have either had anxiety or have anxiety or have people in their lives who do. And in my experiences, I've run into a lot of parents who have children who, who um, have anxiety and want to know how to deal with it. So what kind of process do you go through? Like how, what kind of suggestions do you make? Is it based on your experiences? Like if you had that much experience that you, that you're helping them with, with what you've learned about yourself and how it might apply to their situation? A lot of times. Yes. And listening to people and trying to, trying to help them articulate what they need from me. So if it's resources, I can help them find resources, maybe in the community or online or, um, helping them to find ways to help their children. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And is that, so that's, you you deal with different, you might deal with different tools or different strategies. Um, Do you use, uh, what kind of, do you use cognitive behavioral therapy? I've used cognitive behavioral therapy for myself and I find it pretty handy. Do you use tools like that to help them as well? I'm not a trained therapist or counselor. Um, And so um, well, I, I would say in a roundabout way, perhaps mm. I would definitely use that. Um, mm. Things like suggesting. Um, so one thing that really helps me is meditation. Right. And right. trying to find ways to be in a present moment rather than five feet ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to find tools that are going to help me right now. And so when I'm talking with parents and caregivers, um, trying to, to help them see what's going well mm-hmm. is a really big part of it. Trying mm-hmm. to help them um, recognize when things are working for them mm-hmm. and the parts that are not working that they really would like help changing. Yeah. So um, do you deal with mindfulness? Is that something you deal with too? Yeah. I, I'm curious. So meditations helped you. Meditation helps a lot of people. I've found that meditation in a traditional sense, I have a hard time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I guess I would deal with things more mindfully. So how do you approach meditation? Uh, or how does meditation work for you? Like what, what does meditation look like for you? For me, it's generally when I wake up in the middle of the night and mm. I'm having trouble getting back to sleep. So very I, common. I, yes. A couple of apps <laughs> on my phone that have guided meditations. Right. Um, one 
that I use somewhat frequently is called emergency calm. Mm -hmm. And simply all it is, is helping you to remember to breathe deeply and, and helping you to remember to, to let the thoughts sort of drift away. I can't meditate on my own. That's not. (laughs) So yeah. So where you're like, yeah. And that's something I can't do either where you, you sit down and you're like, okay, I'm going to be calm now. It hasn't worked for me. Like I guess because of my anxiety, it's kind of like, for me, it, it's, it was, it would be as, as, uh, I, I guess if I could do that, I could also have the control to sit down and think I'm not going to be anxious now. Totally. Yes. <laughs> Which doesn't work for me. Um, I, I've found different kind of thought tricks that do work for me in terms of helping with dealing with anxiety right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and tell me a little bit about just about where you work family start, like uh, the, the sort of the history of it or, or where it's located and what kind of, uh, what kind of other services happen there? Okay. Yeah. So family smart is a, it's a registered nonprofit and this is actually our 20th anniversary year. Wow. Congratulations. And so our founder, Kelly Anderson was instrumental in helping to get Um, child and youth mental health issues recognized Mm -hmm. and wanting for other parents to not feel so alone Mm -hmm. when when their children are struggling. So we have parents and residents who do a job like mine in various communities in BC, as well as Edmonton. And we provide that peer support for parents and caregivers We help service providers to work well with families and help families try to to figure out more what they want from service providers. Right. Also do education where we do a monthly session called In the Know. And we provide sort of um, um, topics on child and youth mental health that parents can come together and learn about and then discuss so that they're learning and they're not feeling isolated in whatever it is topic that we're discussing. Right. Well, that's amazing because that's uh, definitely, it's interesting because my, you know, I have a very, my mother was instrumental in helping me. Um, she, it's interesting. She knew she, for, for her, it was uh, it was a matter of when I'd have my first panic attack because of the way I was when I was a kid. And that, I think that I was maybe uh, 11 or something like that kind of when I have my first panic attack and of course, horrible thing, but you know, um, having that service is so invaluable. And I, I think that, you know, helping kids, helping nip it in the bud at a young age and helping create tools at a young age, it's kind of new for, for men by mental health, uh, standards. And it's really a a fabulous service. Mm -hmm. And so with you personally, did you experience, did you, was it like, postpartum or did you was it just through this i've got two kids so i know uh the stress of having kids and having families so was that what was the trigger was there a trigger with having children that kind of got you on your path with anxiety uh or was it just you know stress i mean often stress is kind of the big trigger for everybody if that's not too personal a question no, I think it was always latent and I've had anxiety probably since I was um, a young child and I remember um, desperately not wanting my mom to go to work sort of thing, separation oh, yeah. and that sort of thing. But it really didn't manifest itself in 
um, in more debilitating ways until after my kids were born when I started worrying about all the things that could go wrong. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, my kids are, you know, 15 and 18 now, and I still worry about all the things that can go wrong. Um, but, uh, I do implement a lot of tools now. I, I found it, you know, in my own experience, use meditation. Is there anything else that you've used, that you have created, like in your toolbox that helps you, um, you know, with, with dealing with anxiety with yourself? Lists help right. me. Um, so, and that speaks to that preparedness part where, um, if I need to be uh, prepared for something, then I'll make a list of things that I need to remember for it. Mm -hmm. um, it means showing up early. Right. Yeah, of course. If I, if I have to be somewhere, my kids joke. That Which you I'm did for this interview. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, that's fabulous. And that must really help you help, help inform with uh, the people that you're dealing with. It does. Is it every day for you? Are you full-time working on this? No, I'm part-time. Yeah. And uh, we all, all of our parents and residents work from, from our homes. Right. So when we see- Is that a, is that a function of COVID or is that uh, just the way it's always been? That's the way it's always been. Mm -hmm. So we would do our in the know sessions in person in groups, but we don't do that anymore either. We do those online now. Mm -hmm. uh, we would meet parents in coffee shops or um, go for walks and that sort of thing. So when we're talking with parents, um, it's generally out in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, that's really interesting. It's an interesting model that you have going there. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a, an incredible service. And what about your kids? Are you, did you, uh, with me, I mean, I've always being a parent with anxiety issues. I I'm always cognizant of um, what I might expose my kids to via my own kind of neuroses or um have you do you feel that what you've learned in working with this has helped you informed with inform you with the way you deal with your own kids oh that's definitely a, an ongoing struggle for sure yeah uh, yeah and the the question is how much how much do i say of my own fear <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you kind of you kind of want them to learn their own life quite a bit but you also want you know man to help out with those little those little pitfalls and and that kind of thing yeah 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 it's definitely it's definitely a challenge it's something that i i've always been an uh, advocate of is is getting kids when they're young and it's such an amazing um thing that you do like it must be really rewarding it is and, and i'm just wondering what what i always wonder with people who deal with deal with people kind of directly um and people who have anxiety issues and then get get into the field mm -hmm. you know um how does it affect you and your anxiety like are you able to kind of take on all the all that information from people and then compartmentalize it and not let it affect you too personally, because you must have to have some level of separation just to, you know, eat, like just to put food on the table, it'd be, it'd be hard. Um, are you able to do that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We get a lot of support at work as well and a lot of training. And um, if there are things that we need to debrief about, we've got people that we can talk with about that. So yeah. that we are able to compartmentalize and we are able to keep it separate so that we can fully be present 
for parents and caregivers and know that we can get the support we need if necessary. Right. Um, that's, that's fabulous. I really appreciate you talking to me, Kathy. Um, and so it's Family Smart, Smart uh, webpage, Family Smart. Is it familysmart.ca? familysmart.ca. So mm-hmm. people can go and check that out. I really appreciate what you do. You're doing great work and I really appreciate you talking to me today. Thank you very much, John. Okay. Take care. Thanks. You too. Thank you for listening to our anxiety stories. If you'd like to support this podcast or Anxiety Canada, go to anxietycanada.com.